Four Papua New Guinean fishermen who were missing at sea for 21 days have been found alive southeast of Port Moresby of the village of Domara. The men, aged from 18 to 35, became lost on the 7th of February after they left Hanwabada on their 23-foot boat to go trawling. A relative of two of the fishermen and the coordinator of the search, Motu Lohia, says the men survived by eating drifting coconuts and fish before they were found by local fishermen. He speaks to Caleb Botheringham about what happened. It was a thrilling moment to learn the outcome, a positive outcome that on the Monday morning at 5 a.m. that they were located at the east side of uh, Port Mosby which is uh, the Domara village, a local village just in the central province. They obviously got found. How did they get found? From my brother's discussion we had, they had no more anchor on board, and they drifted all the way from Port Mosby to Alotau. Alotau is another province just north of Port Mosby, Milling Bay area. Then the southwesterly wind drifted them back again to central province side. And at the point, they couldn't memorize the days or the weeks that they had already drifted. Prior to being found, they went uh, on the reef and then they used the motor, their own motor since there was no anchor. They tied the motor and uh, threw it on the reef as an anchor, and they stayed there for five days, only on the fifth day that they were found early morning by the fishermen of the local village, Tomara. Did they know that they were outside that local village when they dropped their motor or anchor? Correct. The wise decision they had to do was once they were thrown into the reef side by the waves, if nothing was to be anchored, then they should have retreated back to the ocean again. So it was a wise decision they made. So they were obviously out at sea for three weeks in total. How did they survive? They survived on uh, coconuts, dry coconuts that fell. They could see them, but the schools of fish, the tunas were swimming around them, and then they had to take the risk to swim to get those coconuts. Wow, so they were diving in the ocean and picking up these coconuts that just drifted yeah. past them. Yes, that's what they were doing. It was a very risky because many of the oceans in Papua New Guinea are shark-infested. What about fish? Did they catch any fish? They did, but we're not used to eating raw fish uh, but they did manage to cut some and put them and dry them up on the sun. To survive on water, they relied totally on the rain. So they feel that there was a 20-liter bucket and a 4-liter bucket. What condition are the men in now? When they were found by the villagers, they were pretty weak. My nephew, who was 18-year-old, was so weak. Eyes just turned uh, yellow, and but then uh, the really just buttered them with the hot water and gave them some soup and some dehydration fluids, uh, like a sugar tea, hot tea with a lot of sugar in it, so he yeah, sweetened to uh, rehydrate them again. So are they in Port Moresby at the moment, just recovering? 
Correct, yes. We also did our part in taking them up to Port Mosby General Hospital. And they were given drips and uh, some medications too. Are they still in hospital now? We're released just yesterday, last night. So they're back with us now, uh, in good order now, and, you know, having a chat with family and, you know, that's something positive out of it. And how are the, all the family feeling? They must be over the moon. <laughs> Overwhelmed. Some of them have been suffering for the three weeks without proper meals, just been worried for them to return home. Their loved ones, especially us, immediate families were overjoyed. They could wake up till early morning and two o'clock for us to receive us. The village was all packed with people. That was the very early hours. Were the men quite emotional when they arrived back in their village? It all started when my other cousins that went up. It started there. The boys were just overjoyed like they saw us and started weeping openly and they showed their true emotions. And then when we took them to the village, everybody were overjoyed. The tears of joy was just flowing freely and everybody were overwhelmed. Was there ever any doubt that the men would not return safely? I had every faith. I never gave up hope. In all circumstances, in all situations, we kept praying and we kept believing that the only thing that we knew is that there were not wreckage or debris that were found. And we knew in our faith and our heart that they were still drifting. And we knew we believed in that. And then the Defence Force also, the National Maritime Safety Authority, too, they spoke to me, giving assurance that uh, no wreckage has been found. So they believe they might be still floating. So what happened in the first place? How did they go missing? They were fishing. They already encountered the monsoon with the strong winds that blew. And they struggled a bit because... Uh, the other spark plug, the motors have two spark plugs. The other plug uh, malfunctioned, so it was not working at that time, only one. So the consumption of the fuel increased. And that's how that the fuel just uh, finished rapidly. That's the time that they couldn't do much, so they were drifting. Did they say what it was like during the monsoon out at sea? Through their experiences as a fisherman, they felt the fear in them that, you know, it's about time, but they never gave up hope. Are the fishermen going to get back out in the water, do you think? (laughs) Definitely, brother. That's their livelihood, man. But every incident, there has to have the outcomes of learning. From those learning, it also goes to the national level that a small boat craft acts that needs to be reviewed I believe for GPS to be installed, some uh, photo uh, sanitaries. These are victims in the shipping that they use for life-saving apparatus, equipment that can be used as a life-saving in cases of emergencies or uh, rescues for identification.